One, which of those five capacities represent your strength? Two, what can you learn from these strengths and how will you build on them? Number three, what opportunities will you prioritize to cultivate your resilient self-authoring? Number four, what actions and behaviors will enhance your self-authoring resilience? And number five, what action will you take this week, even today, to address your opportunities? Welcome to Create New Futures. Thought-provoking conversations with leaders, experts, and interesting minds. Join us as we explore ideas and reflect on practices that you can use and apply to create and shape the future. With your host, author and strategy consultant, Aviv Shahar. This is Aviv with a new episode of Create New Futures. And this one is titled Resilient Self-Authorship, a Master Metaskill. Personal and organizational resilience and anti-fragile readiness have been a feature of many of our senior leadership strategy workshops over the last decade. Shortly after the 2008 crash, I gathered a team of experts that included psychologists, coaches, consultants, and measurement experts to develop a new holistic resilience measurement and guidance tool. Several breakthroughs occurred through our research and fieldwork. First, we redefined the mental model of resilience from bouncing back where the expectation is for recovery and restoration of what existed before a collapse to bouncing forward, where enabled by renewal and a new equilibrium, the development appears in a new form and octave of performance. Second, we recognized that a given level of resilience is a compound outcome shaped by multiple inputs, including experience, beliefs, choices, mindset, social setting, environment, personal nature, and character. Third, we defined resilience as a skill, a set of practices and disciplines that can be developed and improved over time. Fourth, we outlined five pillars of resilience, physical, mental, emotional, relational, and spiritual. The five pillars are color-coded, and each one includes five behavioral measures. Fifth, we developed a set of strategies designed to boost each of the five resilience pillars. The personal discoveries and conversations that ensued in our executive team workshops that used the five pillars of resilience assessment tool were revelatory and energizing. Over the years since we introduced this framework, Many who were part of those teams have told me they continued to refer to their results and to utilize their resilience coaching strategies they've learned. Following the success of the individual Five Pillars framework, we developed a complementary tool to evaluate organizational resilience. The organizational framework posits that resilient teams and organizations encourage and even require their members 
to have a high level of personal resilience. It identifies 20 characteristics of best-in-class resilient companies that teams and organizations can use as a basis for comparison. Many teams that undergo this evaluation take immediate and concrete actions to strengthen their identified resilience insufficiencies. As we enter this new decade, I've been reflecting on a shift I've observed to a degraded discernment and sense-making capacity caused by increasing speed, reactivity, and complexity in the world. This change requires us to update our individual and collective mental models and ways of operating so we can develop the resilience and agility necessary to navigate the civilizational crises we encounter in our chaotic and noisy world. For example, sense-making is challenged significantly for a variety of reasons, including a highly polarized culture, media wars, and an easily confused and distorted information ecosystem. To function effectively in this environment, we are forced to develop new capacities. One element of this updating process is the maturation of personal sovereignty, which for practical reasons I've renamed as self-authorship. Key to this more accurate and realistic term is the notion of having agency, which means recognizing and owning one's power to decide and take action and feeling empowered to take charge of one's direction in life. Because of its historical context, the word sovereignty connotes dominion and control. Yet the reality is that we do not have dominion over our ecosystem. Furthermore, sovereignty is not the best mental model to promote the considerations and strategies of a resilient and adaptive life. Here are five elements and capacities that I believe outline resilient self-authorship. After reading through these, please send me your reflective thoughts about this question. What else must be integrated into the process and meaning architecture of resilient self-authorship? Number one, self-starting. The capacity to exercise willpower, to initiate, and to cause movement. It requires you to be your own launching pad, to have the courage to begin a directional movement without any need for external validation. Number two, self-regulating. The capacity to rebalance find a new center and become grounded in a newly emerging situation. It requires you to be somatically and energetically aware of and in touch with yourself. This includes the ability to modulate your mental, psychological, and energetic conditions. Number three, self-directing. The capacity to course-correct as you navigate both the interior and exterior worlds. It requires you to perceive what's happening, map the changing terrain, 
and then find your true north. This includes an agile ability to update your sense-making map so you can create useful frameworks that help you traverse changing social, cultural, and meaning terrains. Number four, self-forgiving. The capacity and practice of honoring the journey and letting go of yesterday's folly and disappointment. It requires you to undergo a renewal that enables you to move forward free of the baggage of the past. This includes the ability to release self-limiting beliefs and cynicism and to recover quickly from disillusionment, displacement and disconnection. And number five, self-creating. The capacity to have agency shape your perceptions and mold your environment. This requires you to rebirth yourself and your potential. It includes bringing focus to what matters by connecting existing dots and creating new self-authored dots that shape the environment. Given these five capacities, how would you evaluate your own resilient self-authorship? Reflect on the extent to which these five broad capacities of resilient self-authoring are robustly intact and active in your knowledge of yourself. So here is a way to evaluate it. The statements I'm about to read represent an ideal situation and deliberately are written in a generic form. Do not be put off by this approach. It is simply meant to offer you the opportunity to evaluate yourself against the desired state. So as you hear this, assess each of the statements using a 1 to 5 rating scale in which 1 is not true, 2 is seldom true, 3 occasionally true, 4 generally true, and 5 almost always true. Spoken in the first person so you can internalize it for yourself. In my experience of myself, I demonstrate these characteristics. Number one, self-starting. The capacity to initiate movement without external validation. Please score yourself on the 1 to 5 scale. Number two, self-regulating. The capacity to rebalance energetically, psychologically, and somatically to become grounded in a newly emerging situation. Number three, self-directing. The capacity to map the changing terrain and find my true north. Number four, self-forgiving. The capacity to release self-limiting beliefs let go of yesterday's disappointment and catalyze renewal. And number five, self-creating. The capacity to have agency shape my perceptions and mold my world. Identify and reflect on your strength by scoring yourself on these five resilient self-authoring capacity. Identify the specific actions you will take to address the opportunities they represent. Here are a few questions to get your exploration going. 1. Which of those five capacities represent your strength? 2. What can you learn from these strengths and how will you build on them? Number 3. 
What opportunities will you prioritize to cultivate your resilient self-authoring? Number four, what actions and behaviors will enhance your self-authoring resilience? And number five, what action will you take this week, even today, to address your opportunities? Now it's your turn. Turn the key. Build your sense of resilient self-authoring by cultivating these five capacities. Encourage environments in which you dialogue openly with others about these ideas to grow and build your own capabilities. Make yourself a coaching source to help others take advantage of their own self-starting, self-directing, self-regulating, self-forgiving, and self-creating opportunities. Music